Alana. I'm Courtney. And this is Joyrides. Joy is it recording? So okay. good. So, we are Crash. <laughs> <laughs> my, my name is Anna. And my name is Courtney. Um, yeah, so we're co directors of Crash Theatre Co. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Courtney does most of the writing and creative stuff, and I do all the logistics and the admin, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two, two halves of one whole brain. Yeah. Together, we fucking conquer the world. Perfect. And that's fucking that. <laughs> now we've got that out the way. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's like the fucking <laughs> awkward bit. I hate I hate saying like what I do, yeah. doing. Do, doing, will do. I'd rather keep that to myself. Um, yeah. Like tell us a bit about yourself. <laughs> yeah, oh I God, hate that, that stuff. Reminds I'm me like, of the Q&A question. I'm like, what kind of artist are you? And what and art I was do you like, create? I hated that question. If I got asked that, I would have hated it. Anyway, we're a little bit sidetracked. Yeah. Um, fucking stick yeah. to the... <laughs> stick to the outline. Um, uh, okay, so Crash. What's it about? Um, <laughs> I would say... I feel like having a tagline has is always mm. is always good, and that is what we've done. Yeah. So I feel like having like the resourcefulness, risk, and resiliency mm. yeah. is. I feel like that encapsulates it. Absolutely. To a, to a T. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I feel like it's kind of framed, I guess, what we were already doing in such, like, a nice way, yeah. I think, um, and just kind of, like, focused us a little bit more on, yeah. like... On what we... Like, almost like a funnel. Yeah. Everyone, give it up for alliteration. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no, seriously, we're a theatre company and we um, we put on shows. We write them and we produce them and we and find we... really cool, talented people, mostly from WA. And... I thought you meant mostly talented people. <laughs> <laughs> we take we take the uh, an odd sheep, you know, <laughs> here, here or there. An odd Project Bex. An odd Project Bex. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Project Bex. An odd, um, <laughs> an odd personality. Yes, we do. We have so to many. Polly St. Pill. Um, yeah. No, we create our own stories, mainly from our experiences. Yeah. And our lives. Yeah. Um, and we turn them into art. Yeah. I think, shows. oh, honestly, episode one done. Yeah. Anyways, we'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, seriously, this episode is basically going to be about telling you guys, lol, like we have listeners already. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God, what's the what's the name that we're going to give the crash listeners? Fans. Crash, crash, fan. Little no. drivers. Little drivers. <laughs> little drivers. <laughs> little drivers. Little crashes. Little, cra- little crashes. Um... <laughs> Um, look, yeah. let's work. We're workshopping that. Yeah, it, we'll come back to you. On a, to the fans out there, if you have suggestions, please write us in fan mail. Freaking let us know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to tell you how we got here, mm. and it's going to be in three parts. So yeah. we've we've packaged it in three little little parcels for you, mm-hmm. if you will. Digestible morsels, <laughs> if you will. So the first part is um, some would know as PANDA, um, yeah. <laughs> which is an acronym for the Performing Arts Association of Notre Dame, Australia. I just triggered myself by saying that. I know, I know. <laughs> How many times were we like, hi, I'm from the Performing Arts Association of Notre Dame, Australia. Um, I just wanted to um, beg you yes. to come and see our show. No, literally. Yeah, literally. I, so funny, I was like, had my music on shuffle the other day and (laughs) randomly a pre-show announcement started playing from the Vortex. Oh my gosh. And it was my voice being like, welcome to tonight's show of the Vortex presented by the Performing Arts and I literally had a conniption. Um, Anyways. Okay, so Panda. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, 
that is the the drama club that's at Notre Dame in Frio. Mm. Um, which Anna, is where we met. Yes, which is where, where which is where the twin flames mm. twinned Collided. for the first time. Col- yeah, yeah. Crashed. If you Crashed, will. if you will. <laughs> um, but you were there before me. So I was. Yeah. You can speak to what Panda was like before the union. Yeah. Okay. So I started at Notre Dame in 2012. Please do not deduce how old I am. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so I joined Panda just as like a little tween, basically, um, and started doing shows with the club. And probably about a year later, literally everyone just like left and the club was like bankrupt. <laughs> and I was like, wait a sec, I kind of care about this little little thing. So I don't know, I just like kind of like threw all of my time into it um, and failed a lot of my uni courses. <laughs> um, yeah. And but who, but like when I came mm. in 2014, like who was in Panda? Like what, how big was it? Because yeah. I feel like coming from it when you're an outsider, I suppose this goes for like any club or fucking whatever. Mm. I was a bit like this entity is like massive, mm. but it probably literally wasn't. No. When I first joined it, like as a first year uni student, I think there was probably like 10 or 15 people in it. Mm. But I think they were all final year students. So right. within within the space of like, yeah, 12 months, it basically reduced to three people, which was me um, and Chelsea or Frankie, I think, which are two of my best friends at the moment. And um, <laughs> At the moment. <laughs> currently more to come. Day, 10 years later. More, more to come um, on that. <laughs> Fucking watch this space. Chelsea and Frankie, Anna's planning to fucking cut you out. She's like, for now. For now. You're in you're in the ranks, but don't get too comfortable. No. Um <laughs> So and and another girl called Susie. Yeah. Which you remember Susie. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, and Susie basically like became prayers because no one else wanted to. And then I remember like um, yeah, I don't. I don't remember her enjoying it all that much. And so when I kind of expressed an interest in in doing it, she just really encouraged me. And then that's where it all began. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> this is this is just such a testament to me now being like a master of leadership grad. <laughs> like <laughs> I literally like rewrote the constitution and like. I feel like we did like seven times yeah. in like a five year span. We Which did when you think so of like much governance. When you think about that, the fucking drama club. Like yes, and it's <laughs> literally. I mean, Australia has a constitution, <laughs> and how much has that freaking changed in like <laughs> the span of federation? Freaking yeah, what? <laughs> Nothing. I, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What else? But it wasn't my, even You that. get my point. I, it was yeah, a lot. Absolutely. Was a I lot. get your point. Yeah, yeah thanks. Forever noise. Um, but, like, it was also, like, um, there was, like, a conflict resolution guideline and form. And then yes, there was, like... because everyone's, like, fucking little bitches. <laughs> like, and then yes. there was, like... And then we had... Oh my god! Like the stage manager manuals yeah. that we made production production, production manual. manuals the file like a lever arch file for every single fucking show we did and like everyone that took on the stage manager role was prescribed this like contents page <laughs> and it was like this book will be, you know what it's like it's like in the Devil Wears Prada when they've got the fucking mock up issue. Like the the like and Andy has to take it to Meryl Andy and Hathaway has to take it to Meryl Streep Meryl Streep's house and like the fucking evil twins are there. That's us. Yeah. Um and I don't know where that was going, but like as in like the the fucking weight of it. Like yeah, it this huge. is the most important thing. It's huge. You will ever do in your life, and it's like it will be checked. I know. <laughs> And we'll oh, report you to the fucking police it if it's was. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, 
But to like, in our defence, I feel like every bit of governance that we developed came from trauma. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I, that's not a sugarcoating. It no, is literal. literally. Like it came because, you know, like, you know, you just, you know. Like, <laughs> I don't know how much I want to say, but... Yeah, it was just really... There were certainly challenges that came with trying to essentially run a business with a bunch of teenagers who had just come out of a high school that are, like, learning to consume alcohol and... And be Other adults. substances. Yeah, and balance work and uni. And it's just chaotic. Mm. And, like, you're all friends and you're, yeah. like, you... That, like, bubble... I, I don't know. I feel like when you work with your friends, you have to have, I don't know. Mm. Like, tough I, space to yeah, it is because you have to ha- be able to compartmentalize. Like, this is a conversation I'm having with my friend, this is a mm. conversation I'm happy, having with, you know. Mm. Yeah. Who I'm working with yeah. and we're like producing this thing that's going to be in front of people and if you don't fucking do your job, I have to do it and I have got work tomorrow mm. and an assignment due tonight. Yeah, yeah. I haven't started because I've actually been at rehearsal for 17 hours. Legit. Like, I don't know. I feel at some points it was certainly um, explosive to mm. say the least. Yeah, definitely. And I think none of us were old enough to kind of navigate that space very well. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of lessons were learnt and it's made us who we are. But Absolutely. I also think that that was such a strength of Panda as well, especially comparing it to the other university clubs at Notre Dame at the time. Oh yeah. Like always people wanting to join it all yeah. the time. Yeah. We were all so close and it was such a fucking community. Mm. A family, almost. Yeah, Like, we spent so much time Time together. together. Yeah, yeah. Um, And everyone loved each other. Yeah. Like, after all the shit, after all the arguments, after all the fucking conflict resolution. Yeah. um, (laughs) I think everyone genuinely, like, just had so much time for each other. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm, like, I personally am really proud of, like, being able to create that. Oh, absolutely. I feel like that didn't, that wasn't Panda when I walked into it. No. And it definitely, that's what it was when we walked away from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, like, yeah, like, I remember, like, our after parties were such, like, a at premium. Mansion. Like a Yeah. Like a draw factor to, like, join Panda. Yeah, I remember having that on a poster at OJ. Mm. Like, come join the this theatre club. We get really drunk. <laughs> That's what I tell you what. The amount of games I have played of King's Cup in a five-year span, Mm. if I ever play that game again, someone please shoot me. Yeah, I'll do it. Because I simply cannot. The amount... I hate that game. Well, you didn't back then. Yeah, no, (laughs) no, no, no. But even, like, I remember playing... um, Sardines in the uni hall. Fucking love <laughs> sardines. Bring that back. Bring that back. Yeah. Oh my god, we should do it here. Yeah. B- BTS. By TB. the way, BTW. We are um, recording this ep in the Blue Room Theatre. Yeah. Um, which I feel like a freaking epic game of yeah. sardines could be had. No, I totally agree. Blue Room, just hit us up for a collab. And there's so much potential. So for those of you that don't know, sardines, basically, I'll just give you a quick rundown. You can play um, with your friends. <laughs> sardines, basically, it's like hide and seek, but like everyone is, no, one person is hiding, everyone is seeking, and then, but when you find the person that's hiding, you join them. Mm. And so eventually everyone but one person is packed into this tiny space, like sardines, if you yeah. will. Um, Aptly named game. Yeah. But like we used to play it in the uni hall and like I remember one time some cunt like climbed on top of the vending machine. Imagine <laughs> 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 trying to get up there. It happened. That is... And I was like, why are we here doing this at 2am? Anyways, so you get the point. We we were all there obsessed with each other. There were shenanigans to be there had. There were shenanigans. Um, like, um, do you remember people, like, 
Literally falling off the roofs of mansions. Yes. Nearly. Legit. Putting holes in the wall. Yes. Vomiting yep. on scarves. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, my God. Just you getting a shirt thrown in your face. Oh, that was so dramatic. That was. That was so dramatic. We had a member of our production, me, like, filling in the audience. Like, they're just, like, they're listening, obviously. I need to fill them in. Yeah. <laughs> Give you some context <laughs> to the fucking shirt throw. Oh God. Anyway, it was just this really dramatic moment, and someone in the show like had an argument with someone and wanted to exit the building quite dramatically and took off the panda shirt that we had gifted them and threw it at me on the way out. <laughs> and that's the story. And there's that- no there's nothing more to it, but it was Lols the other time. But yeah. As a witness, IRL, to that Mm. moment, I'll never forget it. (laughs) Yeah. I'll never forget it. I know. I know you won't. Um, Okay, so I guess more on Panda. That's probably the last year or two that we were in Panda was the first time we did Fringe Festival. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like that was a very big moment for us as for people who literally only did like stuff at uni mm. and I feel like that was quite I feel like we reached a point where we were like this is actually quite limiting we want to do something obscene mm. yeah and offensive in a good way yeah um and obviously being at a, a private university had its limitations in that space which is completely mm. you know understandable um so we we're like, let's give Fringe a go. And yeah. we literally had no idea what we were doing. No. And also we were really stupid and like thought that we were special because we got into Fringe. I know. But and we, we were like, we were like, <laughs> oh my God, we got into Fringe. Like all you freaking need is like $300 <laughs> to be in Fringe. And we literally thought that we were like, we thought that Simon Cow was going to pluck us out of yeah. Fucking obscurity and like put us on <laughs> the stage of the world. I think it was like very topical because Panda had such a tradition of putting on scripted plays, as in like, um, like existing works with royalties and stuff. Like, I don't remember in the history of Panda people writing shows. Literally, we will never play pay royalties again ever, except to Project Bex. Yeah. That is it. That's the only person we'll be paying royalties. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so I feel like in that sense, that was probably like, I don't know, a bit of a shift in terms of the way we started making theatre and Mm. the way we started imagining our shows and like our roles because that started to change too. Mm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I feel like for myself, I never... I never really saw myself as a writer. I didn't think that that was something in my skill set, like literally at all. And it wasn't until um, like we were writing, we did a sketch show first. We did a sketch show in the middle of the year. Mrs. Smegma's comedy comedy showroom. Written by Dylan Goyak and... Myself, mostly Dill. mostly by Dylan. Literally, shout out, shout love out you. Um, shout out. He's gonna hate that. Shout out, shout out <laughs> to Devian Goran, <laughs> Wyland Goran, Wyland Goran, um, who literally is like one of the most talented people ever in the world. I mm. feel like I just didn't, I didn't know that I had that skill set, and I feel like he really brought it out of me, and really, I, I feel like really coached me in writing in that sense because yeah. I just I not that I was like I want to be a writer I just like never even considered it never um never had an inkling in that way and I really feel like he kind of brought that out of you yeah, yeah. because I feel yeah I feel like he's <clears throat> like just incredible yeah um and I feel like we're a very good duo, like, riding together. Yeah. Like, I feel like we, in the way that we complement each other, mm. I feel like we also have that same relationship. Yeah. And so we, he mostly wrote the comedy show because I was in Europe at the time. And then yeah. we were like, okay, let's pick, because we, we were like, 
Grogwarts was a sketch in the sketch show That's and right. we were like this has legs Potential. let's yeah. like draw it out and I think even back then we knew that parodies were the way to go to Would kind sell. of yeah. yeah because in the way like people are creatures of habit they will always see something that they know mm. over something that they don't know it's yeah. why no offense to you Mr Shakespeare but why Shakespeare is so popular all the time. I mean, obviously it's good. Like, mm. but like, if a theater, if a theater company is going to put on a spear, like people will freaking be there. Yeah, because they know. Because right. they it's know. Yeah, and like, so I feel like in that way we recognize that parodies were a really good way to like kind of like launch us mm. into the fringe space. It also hooks us into an existing like audience target as well. Yeah, um, which. As, like, obviously first-time writers, first-time, like, independent theatre makers mm. is very important. Um, yeah. I think also, like, throwing ourselves into, like, a fringe space as, like, literal children and, mm. like, first-time writers and theatre makers and stuff, like, we just experience, like, a level of, like enforced adaptability to oh like, absolutely because I feel like we had no idea yeah. of what we were getting ourselves into we literally had no, no, no concept and that goes for like the spaces we were performing in but also like the people we were dealing with and like the just the process we just had no idea what was in front of us and to be honest I think that the level of like um like, the lack of support that we had at Notre Dame from, like, I want to say, like, the theatre department, no. like, the academic side of the university. Name and shame. Um, just, that really prepared us oh, to, absolutely. like, be independent yeah. and be, like, tenacious and just kind yeah. of, like, make it happen for ourselves. Because there's one thing about us. We're going to be getting down and dirty. Absolutely. Getting our... Fingers in the literal mud. Fingers. Is, fingers. Yeah. Is I don't, That's not a saying, but it is one now. <laughs> anyway, the point is we became da, 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 resilient. Yeah. Tagline word number one. Yeah, legit. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, literally every fucking caption of a photo we had was like, do you know we are in Fringe? Like oh we God. were like, we... Yeah. The way we celebritised ourselves to literally ourselves is <laughs> a f is just absolutely laughable. I loved it though. No, it's good. I loved it. I still do. Yeah. I think... I mean, I will never forget. Was it the friend, the opening night party? Oh my mm. gosh, we were like literally going up we to people. Ah, the moment. Yeah, and, but also like that was at a time when no one could go to the opening party unless you were an artist. So yes. we were literally saying to other artists, <laughs> "Do you know we're in French? Like <laughs> fucking yes, because otherwise, why would we be, be there? there? Lol. But they, yeah, and then. Literally going mm. to Helen O'Grady's and vomiting mm. in the toilets. That's what I remember. Yeah. I feel like that's a really good that was snapshot. Great. That was great. Courtney bent over the sink in Rosie O'Grady's bathroom. Oh, Helen O'Grady's, the fucking drama school for like 12 year olds. Yeah, I was like, sorry, Helen. You. Not you. I mean, I don't <laughs> know if she's Rosie real. No, oh. Rosie O'Grady's. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess to kind of wrap up the whole panda phase. Obviously, I feel like we glazed over the fact that Courtney and I <laughs> were president and vice president for what? Four, Five, four years. Four years? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, throughout that time, <laughs> as you can imagine, <laughs> we, um, yeah, we grew really close. Yeah. And sisters, if you will. Sisters. Sisters, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, I think that was where it all began, basically. Oh, Absolutely. Um, because yeah. I feel like even I feel like even then like this the skills that we had was like obviously not developed into mm. the, the capacity that they are today mm. but I feel like the seeds were there absolutely and I feel like it was a good like dictatorship duo I think so and like the level of trust we had no. in each other oh, from the get go like I like obviously I feel it now because we're running a business together <laughs> but like 
like, but like well, back then, but back then, <laughs> no, it was just like it has literally always been there. Yeah, no, hundred like, percent. No matter what. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So one would say we were destined to do this. Oh, absolutely. Written yeah. in the stars. Yeah. And so then we left Notre Dame. Yeah. We graduated. We graduated. Um. Part two. Part freaking two. <laughs> Wait, if that was resiliency, this is being resourcefulness mm. at its core, I feel like. Mm. Yeah. Because I feel like us being like, yeah. um, we are going to start a charity yeah. with our friends so that we can perform shows still without feeling lame about going back to uni. <laughs> Just like, in a nutshell, <laughs> the premise of the Performing Arts Alumni Society. Yeah. Pass, pass, if you will. Pass to us. Pass to, frankly, too many people. I know. Can we not? It. Because Can I feel we like not? we were like, pass, pass, pass. pass and pass. I feel like, oh, there was just too... There's no Z in it. There's no Z. Seriously. If anything, it would be like, pass. Yeah. But it wasn't, so don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we were quite resourceful in obviously finding a way to do what we want to do. Um, but I think also at the same time, <laughs> I'm trying to make this slightly more intellectual, I think we realised a gap in the market and that was for like... Because obviously community theatre is huge, mm. um, but there's no real space for young adults outside yeah. of a university structure yeah. to make theatre, no. really. That was like at that community level. <laughs> yeah. Because like, no offence to the elderly, but I do not want to do a production of Anne of Green Gables with you. No. <laughs> I want to do... I don't know. What's a young person? I don't know. I want to do... Fucking parody of Euphoria. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm just yeah. like, Glendale is just like not going to be on board for that. No, she won't be. And so don't even bother. Yeah. And so you know what? Just make a charity slash drama club for your friends outside of uni. Yeah. And do it yourself. Roll up your sleeves. Put your fingers in the mud. Put your, <laughs> put your fingers in the mud. Feel the dirt betwixt yeah. the fingernails. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like at this... We were like running it for like five years. I know. And I think... Which is crazy. Because every time I think about it, I'm like, past was like... A blip. So small. Yeah. But I'm like... No, and I think we saw a lot of people come through past. Yeah, no, definitely. A lot of people. And, like, obviously a lot of people we still work with, but... Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, just back to the whole resourcefulness thing, like, we literally started past with nothing. Yeah. And I think that that strengthened our fundraising skills for sure. Oh, yeah, the quiz night era. We loved a quiz night or several. Um, And Bunnings barbecues. Bunnings. Oh, fuck me. Moment of silence. For literally the... Oh, this... A fucking moment of silence for the smell of you at the end of the day because it was absolutely rancid. I know. (sighs) (sighs) I also remember, like, after one Bunnings barbecue, we literally had had enough of the day Mm. and we were like, we just need... Food. We need sustenance, and we literally spent the entire profits on, on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Hilton Pizza, which is literally the best pizza in the world. It universe. was such good pizza. No, this is making us sound really irresponsible, but um, we are frugal, frugal, <laughs> frugal. Um, yeah, no, we literally started past from nothing, and I like I'm really proud of that too. I think no, absolutely, like, and we. A lot of, we kind of, the way that we established it was obviously as an alumni society um, because we had just left Panda. And so our vision yeah. was for people who we wanted were like a, us who graduated yeah. from Panda to come to pass. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, optimistic when we set, set out because I think we kind of, because of our experience in Panda, I think we had the assumption that every single person that went through Panda would want to mm. be besties with those people that were forever. in panda with them forever yeah. and that is quite simply not the case yeah because i feel like we like 
we are not casual people. Mm. Like, I feel like if we're having a fucking hobby, yeah. it's going to become our life. lives. Whereas, like, other people don't have that. And I think it took me a while to make peace with that. And I mm. also think that that's something that we had to, like, struggle a little bit yeah. with during past. Definitely. Because I feel like, you know, for some people, their commitment levels are just not going to be the same as you. No. And... You know, I, to be honest, I was literally having this, like, I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah. The, like, the World War Three of past was, like, do we, do we have fun? Or do we be professional? And I feel like... Full, like, values, proposition. Yeah. Existential. Crisis. And I feel like the thing is, is that, and I, I think now being older, I can articulate it properly, but I feel like in the sense of being professional, it was just like, just come do your job and like you will have fun doing your job if you just do it properly and then it can be like lols mm. fucking central. Yeah. Well, we're trying to put on a show, so let's just make the show good kind of thing. Yeah. But like in reality, people were just there to hang out and like have a spotlight on them. Yeah. Which is fine. That's a perfectly fine hobby. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of it was hinging on Courtney and my sanity. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Because um, I was like, people just, people rocking up like drunk to rehearsals. And I'm like, oh boy, I wish I did that. But I actually drove here and I'm wearing my pajamas because I thought we were literally rehearsing and then I would just go home. But I guess not. <laughs> But I feel, I feel like that's, and I think that's, that what is what really wore down on us in the sense of like, I think for a long time we were like the providers of people's fun. Yeah, definitely. Which is, you know, I feel like very lucky that we get to provide opportunities to people, but I also want to have fun. Yeah. I don't want to do everything all the time literally like we just got into like almost like a factory setting of yeah. you writing shows me producing them yeah essentially and it was just like that on repeat and also the bureaucracy of like setting it up in the same way that panda was set up because that's all we knew yeah in terms of like a democratic election and like the four executive and yeah. like voting members and like obviously we did that because we wanted people to like have their say yeah. and like be involved and feel a part of it but yeah. it really didn't suit the way that we were operating no and I think that shows like one size does not fit all yeah absolutely kind of way yeah um, yeah, and I think, like, it just got to a point where, like, obviously a lot of our friends were involved in it and it just, like, there was just a level that a lot was taken for granted, I think, and there was a lot of, like, expectations that people would have roles written into the shows for them. And, yeah. Um, and then it was really hard to navigate the instances where that didn't happen. Yeah. Or, you know, we, we preferred to cast a new person that we had met through other avenues because we wanted to expand our member base and not just, like, hang out with our friends that are drunk all the time. Yeah, and you don't you don't want it to be stale in the fact, like, you don't want to be reproducing the mm. same, like, the same funny scenario cast, with yeah. you playing this character and you playing this character. Like, it just got, like, a bit stale. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. So, Courtney and I were kind of sad for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like really burnt out in the fact of like, I was like, I can't, I can't do another like six month like mm. block mm. of this again. Yeah. Without, I don't know, without, I feel like without something filling my cup in that way. Because obviously like, you know, I love writing and I love performing and, like, that, you know, is enough to get by. But I'm, like, I just... I think towards the end of past, I was, like, I'm ready for something more, mm. but I don't think that this is giving me anything yeah. anymore. I totally felt the same. Um, yeah. I mean, I love I love bringing groups of people together. I love, I love leading people. I love creating shows I love reading your scripts mm. and bringing them to life mm. I love seeing the characters develop yeah. I love watching people become friends throughout a show like I all of that stuff is definitely 
why I'm here and why we're doing what we're doing. But I think at that point in time, none of that, none of that was really like working for us. Yeah. And, and I feel like the nature, like we were trying to do a bit more serious stuff, but even like the mm. nature of the shows, I was like, I just. Yeah. Cause they were all very like silly, which is like fun for the performers. But then but. I feel like we were just, it was too many in jokes. It was mm. too many like, there was too much fan service to the, the fan. Yeah. <laughs> By fan service, I mean service to us. Yeah. <laughs> as in the group of people that were Would in the come shows. Come see our shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then our audience base was just our family and friends. So we really weren't growing. No. To be honest. Um, well, we were growing. We, you and me, were out growing it. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think Pass was growing anywhere. Yeah. Um, and I really felt that when we did Adore Me, I think that was kind of like, the pivotal point of us trying something like new serious yeah and also engaging with like genuine creatives that yeah. are that are there because they want to be there and there because they are passionate passion, yeah. yeah and i think mixing that with our um existing member base of pass was an experience yeah <laughs> um yeah, like obviously a lot of it was so grateful for it all, but I think, um, yeah, it definitely kind of shone a light on some problem areas. Yeah, and the, just the fact that we need to pick one way or another. Yeah. I think it, w- it wasn't really going to work to continue like that. No. Yeah. No. Not sustainable. No. Um, yeah, so it was like... August 2022. Mm. Yeah. And we were like having like the, almost like, you were like, well. I'm done. I'm finished. And I was like, well, if Anna's finished, I have to be finished. So <laughs> by default, I guess I'm, I guess I'm freaking done with theatre. Yeah. Bye. And then, I don't know. I don't even know. It was like a bit of a daunting prospect that you would be leaving because mm. I was like, I literally don't know what to do. I, w- I just don't know. Mm. I wouldn't know yeah. what to do. And I I don't know. It's just a, it's a heavy... I imagine leading it by yourself would be such a heavy, like, mantle to... Yeah. Yeah. ...to oh, carry in yeah. that way. And so I just... That was so daunting and intimidating to me. And I was like, I just can't, I won't be able to do it. I just, you know. Yeah. Um, and then we were just... Yeah, I think we kind of wallowed in that for, I don't know, I want to say like a few weeks at yeah. least or maybe a few months. I don't know. Yeah. It was just like a period of time where we were kind of just like, we knew that we were done. Yeah. But we didn't know how to end it. And yeah. we had started talking about it. And it was sad. And it was kind of, the energy and the life was kind of sucked out of the stuff that we were doing. Yeah. And it was just doing stupid shit like AGMs and elections. And I was like, I have to do this because we're a registered charity and we need to do government reporting. But I'm like, literally cannot be fucked. <sighs> but, yeah, I guess... When did that change? Like, just that one night? <laughs> yeah, no, legit. I think it was because I think we, yeah, we were at your house and I was, I had like the two ideas for the shows that we've done this year. Yeah. And I just like randomly said them. Yeah. And I was like. I know. And then. We were like, well, my yes, little we're just not doing it. Just we're, I guess we're not done. And then I was like, oh, they're really good ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for those playing at home, the, both of those shows have now been produced. Um, yeah. We'll get there, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was Whale and Sisterhood of the Travelling blank space (laughs) for you in a bit yeah um yeah I remember when you brought those ideas up and I was like excited by them yeah and then I was like fuck like I just and I've given up like I just said that I'm not doing this anymore (laughs) and I feel like that night 
like literally I feel like that was like at 8 p.m. and then I don't think we like I left no, until like 11 yeah. and we were like oh my god and then we can do this for this yeah. we can do this for this yeah. and we can do this for this and um, uh, let's think of a name blah blah, yeah. blah 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 because we knew that we couldn't continue doing it under like the man, like the, the label of Crash yeah. we were like literally yeah. the old past can't come to the phone anymore why because she's dead boom Crash <laughs> was born and like I don't know. We were just talking about the stories that we wanted to yeah. create, and we were like, we. I think we landed on the word impact. Yeah, we we're like, that sounds like a freaking dance company. We're not naming it Impact, no. and so we literally were just having a Google looking. We at, wanted to call it Act at one point, Anna Courtney Theatre. Yeah, <laughs> and we were like, imagine. <laughs> not too late yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah but we just we were just like yeah and this is why it's always handy to have a tab open synonyms for it's always it's literally yeah. my first tab so we were like synonyms for impact and crash was one of them which is so crazy and so we were like, all right, let's re rebrand and turn this into a business, like an actual business. Mm. I just realised that we didn't formally introduce part three, but does that matter? No, I don't think so. Everyone, we're in part three now. Sorry, guys. Keep up. This is not linear, but neither are our lives. So or, yeah, get used to it. Um. Yep. Yeah. I feel like, in a sense, we had to abandon it, like, almost get to the edge of being like, nah, we're walking away and feel yeah. that despair. Yeah. To, in to order be like, to feel oh, that. my gosh, yeah. like, we need, like, yeah. this, is, this is something that we can't stop doing. Like, yeah. we, like we it's a drive, it's stop. a need yeah. to... to to create, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I think also because by that point in time, like you had been teaching for quite a while then mm. um, and I was just about to finish my Master of Leadership and I think we were kind of just like in the workforce. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think we were kind of a little bit scared. Like I, I think a part, of, a part of what drove us to do Crash was the thought of literally not having this in our lives yeah. and just... Being a, our, how being a freaking normal person. Yeah. I don't think so. Nine to five shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah, that that was mortifying in of itself. Yeah. You know? I know. And I feel like so many like I literally all of my friendships are through like I know. Well, I mean, obviously either you know, work or create like creative. Like I, I outside of this I literally do not have other friends. I know. I, like, yeah. It's all 100%. like through creative all of my friends have been through yeah, creative pursuits. Yeah. I know. Um, yeah, lol. I remember when we, that night when we were sitting on the couch, Rachel was there. Shout out to Rachel. Rachel. That was a song for you. You're welcome. We love Rachel. Um, and we were just like, all right, so picture this. It's a company... And you and I are running it and it's got something to do with impact. Yeah. Let's just write stuff down. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I vividly remember you scribbling yeah. on a lined piece of paper and I was just talking shit and you were yeah. just like writing stuff down. Like I remember... A mouthpiece. Yeah, mouthpiece, which is in our blurb. Mouthpiece, impact... Um, and then it was kind of like risk, resiliency, resourcefulness that yeah. came out of it, adaptability, tenacity, yeah, all of those kinds of words. Yeah. Because we just started to like cycle back through, I guess, where we started and all of the stuff that we've been through, which we have now taken you guys through. Yeah. <laughs> There's really nothing else. That, that is yeah. what we've said through the mic today. I know. Nothing else. Nothing else major. And then we made a vision board. And on the vision, wait, what were some of the things on the vision board? Um, can I just, should I? <laughs> so the reason why we made a vision board is because I went on a date with this dude. Yeah. Who, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is part of the story. No, this is definitely part of the story. Um, I went on a date this, with this dude who is a musical producer. And I literally had no idea about that before going into the day. And then we just started talking about our creative pursuits. Obviously, I told them about my impending theatre company. 
And he kind of said that he did this vision board and wrote all of this stuff down on it with him and his brother. And I think within 12 months they achieved it all, which was like crazy to me because they were like... Oh, absolutely. They like, they literally started from like nothing and then they were like yeah. co-producing an album with Draft or something, something yeah. hectic like that. And also this is Perth. I so know. I'm like, what are we going to do? Literally um, nothing. Literally. But I was like, you know what? Like... I'm having this conversation for a reason. Yeah. I'm just going to float it with Courtney. I'm yeah. like, let's, well, what do you reckon about doing a vision board? <laughs> and I was like, obviously, hell yes. Let's do it. What do we write on there? We wrote um, Adelaide Fringe. We wrote Adelaide Fringe. Fucking done. Tick. Fucking tick. Tick. We did Blue Room. Fucking Blue Room. Tick. Tick. Um, state funding. State funding. Freaking motherfucking tick. <laughs> Um, um, we also talked about an 18-month program built around... Our themes. Our themes. I would say we're literally... Well, it's programmed. We're in, we're in, we're in the... It's programmed. It's in the works. Yeah. TBC. Yeah. Um, I also feel like going to Adelaide Fringe was such a pivotal oh my moment God. for us. Well, because I think, not to be on theme, but a real risk for us in the sense of like, mm. we knew we were going to make literally zero dollars. I know. Um, and... A whole establishing Crash was a risk. Oh, in, a, in like, of itself. Yeah. Literally setting up a business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And I <laughs> failed maths at school. Yeah. So that was a... Yeah. Um, yeah, and a financial year is coming up and I have no idea what to do. So if anyone has any hot tips, please let me know. Accountants, please call in. Holler at me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the whole thing was a risk. But Adelaide Fringe, literally so grateful for that experience. Oh, like, absolutely. I feel... We stepped into another life in that week. I think so. Yeah. And it was just wild. Yeah. Like, shout out to the Honey Pop program. Shout out. Adelaide Fringe. Um... So the honeypot program is literally the best thing to exist. It's essentially like conference networking vibes. Oh yeah, for like creatives and like yeah, interstate and international producers and artists. Yeah, and we met so many cool people. Yeah, and you really are in that like hot seat like kind of scenario. Yeah, and I feel like that's. I feel like it was so eye-opening for us because we've never had to do that before. We've no. never had to, like, pitch ourselves, ourselves in, like, person in 30 yeah. seconds, which is hard to do. As a company, but also, like, as the show whale yeah. as well. Um, but it was also so validating because I feel like everyone took an interest to us, like... Um, and I, I think yeah. that kind of just confirmed for me that we what were we were the, doing... We are on the right path. Yeah, it was worth it. And mm. people cared about it. And we should keep going. Yeah. Um, and we are. And we're going to yeah. be in Sydney and Melbourne soon. <laughs> Which is crazy. Absolutely wild crazy. that we are literally touring a show, a show that is about my life, mm. that, like, I feel like it's such a, like, Lizzie McGuire in the Coliseum moment because I'm like, this is what dreams are made of. I yeah. just would not, I just would never, I would never, never, ever have predicted this in, like, a million billion years. And I have a lot of faith in myself and I know that I'm a talented person, humble brag, but I just, I don't know. Mm. I just never thought that that would be possible. No, I know, I know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I think it's a testament to, like, obviously the concept that you, the story that you're telling. Yeah, has so much merit and yeah. connects with so many people, but also like, just the way that we've fucking backed ourselves with this show. Oh, absolutely. And like, just literally put everything into it. Um, yeah, I think it's paid off. Oh, definitely. And we're not done yet. No. Like, yeah, I feel like Whale is such a timeless piece. Yeah. And, and I feel like as like I feel like as I'm growing as a person, it will change. Mm. Like uh, there's so much that I want to change about it before the next time we do it. Yeah, definitely. Um 
Yeah. So we went, Edinburgh was on our vision board and we have our sights are set yeah. on Edinburgh. Yeah, and for next year. 2024. Um, 2024. I, get, I have to renew my passport. It's currently expired. I also think it's a children's passport. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Let me sort that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the other shows that you pitched when we made Crash was Sisterhood of the Travelling Vape. Vape at the time. Vape at the time. Because vapes... Were cool. Were cool. All the rage. Um, except I don't have a sweet tooth, so it never really did anything for me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> Can you get like bacon flavoured? Bacon flavoured? I'm savory. fucking vegan. vegan. Why the fuck would I be having <laughs> bacon flavoured vape juice? Oh. Ew. <laughs> It's rain. Oh. No, actually, for cereal, it was. <laughs> Me fucking flashbacking to 2011 for cereal. For cereal, though. Ooh. No, I'm being. On, that was on Purple. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sisterhood of the Travelling Vape. Vape, yeah. So. I feel like initially it was a bit of like a parody idea, a bit of a moneymaker because obviously as two women in business, I really want to say STEM. Is business in STEM? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Okay, well, scratch that then. STEM is science, Science, technology, engineering, Oh, that's an E. E. Maths, business. We're women of STEM. Oh, my God. We are women of STEM. <laughs> and we were like, we need to make money, which is maths. We're not so, women of STEM, but that's okay. Um, so we were like, we need to do a little bit of a moneymaker. And we were like, let's do the, you know, parody roots. Yeah, because we know that works. It's a tried and tested method. Yeah. And then um, I feel like when Hannah, shout out to Hannah, Hannah Quaid. Hannah, Hannah Quaid. You know how she... Yeah, that's how she Hannah used to say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out to Hannah, um, the co-writer of this beautiful show. Um, because I feel like when we put our red heads together, hers natural, mine less so, um, we were like, let's actually make something of substance. And we were really talking about how... Um, the coming of age kind of genre is more kind of geared towards boys. And although there are some like kind of cult classics out there, like girls Mm. and sisterhood of the traveling pants. pants, um, I was like, where is that in the theater space? I've literally never heard of it. Where is it? It's It's here. (laughs) No, I've like literally never heard of it or seen it or, Mm. whatever you know um and that was what we wanted to create a sense of you know we wanted the people who were watching the show to reflect on their own friendships and think about how you know our friends help us change and develop into the person that we need to be and yada 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 very for good from wicked vibes (laughs) Yeah, but, I think and yeah, it became like a bit more, a bit more serious. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think also the process for applying to the Blue Room really drove that for us as well. Oh, a hundred percent. Because we back were like, then we were like, we just want to be at the Blue Room. Yeah, not even fully knowing what that that meant. meant. Yeah. Um, because we know, I think it's just, you know, a flagship of, like, independent theatre in Absolutely. WA. And um, I think it was, like, for us, it was an indicator of success. Like, yes. we just wanted to yep. achieve that. Um, but their application process, like, it was fucking long. But we've never had to do it before. Usually we've, we've just sent an email. I know. An email. I know. But I'm, like, I'm glad that we experienced that because I feel like... It really prepped us for applying yeah, for Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And also just to think about generally, like, our shows going doing, forward. Yeah, like, like, why are we yeah. doing this? What are we saying? And then... And then also I feel like it caused us to have like a bit of a reflection. Okay, if we want to tell stories of risk, resiliency and resourcefulness, mm. a fucking parody is not going to, is not doing that. And no. we're, you know, like we don't want to, we don't want our second production to be a mockery of what we've just established. Exactly. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. That kind of drived us to change, change up the vibes. Absolutely. And I think... Um, I think in the same way that, like, Blue Room is here to, like, support independent artists and, like, you know, local creatives and WA Works and all that kind of stuff. Like, we really value that and I feel like a part of that value has seeped into Crash's values as well mm. in terms of, like... Um, like an example of that is obviously Hannah writing the show with you. Yeah. Like I think we really value um, taking people on board and bringing them with us and not that we're like qualified, but we've been through the ringer and we know some things or two. And I feel like the both of yeah. us just really want to share that and help people grow. Absolutely. And yeah. And I we've spoken about like an apprenticeship model in Crash, like... We've spoken about doing crash courses. Yeah. Like, we've got a, quite a few different ideas about how to, um, like, connect with people that were like us yeah. five, ten years ago. Oh, absolutely. Because we would have died if crash existed. Oh, 100%. Then. 100%. Um, I yeah. feel like... I feel like it's taken like so so much time for us to, like, be like, we're here, like, finally, yeah. like, you yeah. know... This like this is us. We are here. We are present. Mm. And but I and I, I don't know. A part of me is a bit like I wish this is ha this had happened earlier. Yeah. But I actually think it was quite important for us to go through all of that and experience every moment. Absolutely. Because I feel like it's really informed. You know, every decision we we've made. Now, yeah. To quoth charmed specifically. Mm. Phoebe Hallowell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> and I also think the more we are engaged with the independent theatre community, specifically in Perth, mm. I think um, the more we recognise the traditional pathways that exist in this space. Yeah. And obviously we don't fit into that. No. Um, We're I'm talking about the WAPs. <laughs> the WAPs! We're not like other girls. We are not. Mm. Um, no, but like no shade to the WAPs. But because obviously they don't teach we'll you what we know. No, no, <laughs> no. Um, yeah. And we, like, are so grateful to be working with a lot of people that have come out of WAPA. But Slash we'll yeah. be pilfering that campus. Absolutely. To get Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I feel... I, I truly think the amount that we've bloody roughed it mm. and put our fingers in the mud... mud. Yes. Our, our fingers are so dirty. They've been in the mud for so long. Yeah. I feel calluses. like that that real not the calluses. <laughs> I feel like that's built up like so much like grit. Like I feel like we are so resiliency. Yeah, resiliency, yeah. risk, yeah. resourcefulness. resourcefulness. Blah, blah, you get blah, blah, it. Blah, 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 blah. You get it. These aren't just words we've plucked out of thin air. No. We've been through them. <laughs> we are them. We are them. Yeah, so in summary, that's how we made Crash. Um, yeah. So here we are. Mm. Crash Theatre Company, less than 12 months in. Le when would you say, when is the EST, when is the established date? I reckon we started in like August last year. Yeah. I think that's when the official like ABN registration August, came through. August, September, October, November, December. December. January, January, February, March, March April, April, May, June. Wait, how much? 11 months in? No, yeah, 10 months in? 10 months in. Wow, that is I absolutely crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Um, so we're and nearly turning one. Oh my God, we should have a party. We should have a party. We should have a freaking crash bash. Crash bash! Crash oh. bash! Oh my God. Yes, okay, it's on. Yeah. It's on, it's on. You're all invited, obviously. Um, um, yeah, we'll be inviting you. There'll be, I don't know what there will be, but it'll be great vibes. Yeah. Like immaculate vibes. Um, no, but essentially, that's just a wrap on like who we are, where we've come from, why we're doing what we're doing. Mm. Um, and I guess to introduce this podcast, Joy Rides. LOL. Oh, um, yeah, we didn't really say that at the top. Yeah. But we want you to come keep coming on Joyrides with us because we've got a lot to fucking talk about. Mm. Um, also, for those of you who didn't get a chance to come see Sister to the Travelling Ladder, we have a very exciting surprise for you. And, uh, that is and that is the fact that we 
recorded it in the booth with the Project Bex. Project Bex on the decks. And um, we have it broken into little eps for you to consume through the ear holes. Yeah, for your... Auditory pleasures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so basically we'll be releasing Sisterhood in podcast form over the next few episodes. Um, we hope you enjoy it. But I think in and amongst that, like, we'll be having lots of fat chats about... Absolutely. ...what we're doing, what we're working on. We've got a few things in the pipeline. We're actually going to chat to some of our favourite people that we work with. Um, yeah. We've mentioned a lot of them already. <laughs> um, yeah, so we... Hope you guys are semi interested in listening to this shit. Yeah. And even if you're if not, not you have to <laughs> listen now. I feel like I'm feel casting like- <laughs> a spell on you. And now you have to hear our voices, otherwise, you will turn into a rabid dog. Dog. D A W G. Yeah. Um, Just a little spelling lesson for you all. Thanks so much for coming on this joyride with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you yeah. next time. Oh, we'll, we'll hear you, you next time. You'll, hear, you'll us hear us next, next time. time. <laughs> <laughs>